Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined with my co-host John. Hey, it's me. Yes, John. <laughs> yes. Uh, this week has been a crazy week. We've got all exciting stuff. We've got Army of the Dead, Bad Batch and new trailers. So we're excited to talk about this. So much. It's like yeah. it's like we're back in March. We're doing another Zack Snyder feature. It's It, it really is a, a time to be alive. Yes, yes. Indeed. How are you this week? Um, yeah, just tired. I haven't watched any films this week because, uh, you know, you know me, I'm just... He's a, he's a revising just, man. Yes, I'm revising, so I want to put time and commitment into my assessments, so... That's it. That's, yeah. That's what we like to see. So we like to yeah. see commitment. Stay in school, yes. kids. Yeah, stay in school. Hugs, not drugs. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So shall we yeah. get started? Oh, how are you? Oh. No, how are you? Sorry. Oh, am how I? You? you know what? I'm all right. You know, college has ended for me, and I'm and I'm literally I'm writing again. I'm writing scripts. I'm writing screenplays. I'm really happy about that. Kind of getting back to the grind. All the stuff that I love. Oh, oh yeah. I uh, uh, I have been creating lots of ideas, which I'm being excited excited <laughs> about. So yeah, it's but, all it's all happening here. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to work on stuff again. So oh. we can't, yeah, we got freedom work and stuff. So. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So shall we start off with some news? Yes. Go spit <laughs> some news, dear <laughs> sir. I'm going to spit some of that news. Okay. So we got a trailer for Snake Eyes or to be precise, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Now this film uh, is, you know, obviously an origin story to G.I. Joe. There's been two G.I. Joe films so far. And and uh, a third one is on the way, uh, and this is looking to be uh, the origins of, of of Snake Eyes. Um, what do you think? Have you seen any GI Joe films before? Um, well, I can't remember any. Uh, well, I, I I remember watching a bit of it, and I don't know why I turned it off, but uh, but I kind of remember the second one. Or the third, I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, Snake Eyes. I do know the backstory of Snake Eyes and like some animations or some comics. Uh, I know he, uh, when he was younger, um, he, he was trained by uh, his master because he saved a princess. And oh, then one day, uh, then one day he got shot through the throat and he couldn't talk. Oh, yeah! Wow, what an end! What an end to the to the legacy. Um, yeah. So I've never seen or consumed any kind of GI Joe kind of media, unless you can't get, I guess, like playing of some of my friends' toys when I was little. Um, oh, but yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen anything, but this looks really cool. It looks like this, like really, like interesting kind of like martial arts flick. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm quite intrigued to see kind of where this goes. Yeah, uh, like it looks real. It it, it, it kind of looks different because, um, I mean, uh, they they would just put it up again because, uh, they would just get we just get the trailer. I want to see some shots. You want to see some shots? We can see some shots. Yeah, um, yeah. It's this. I watched it on Monday, so. Oh right, uh, yeah. Um, well, this film stars uh Henry Golding, who was in The Gentleman, and I really liked him in that, and and he's oh. also in Last Christmas. 
And so I, I, I quite like him as an actor in the things that I've seen him in. And I definitely see that, like, he's got range because obviously in Last Christmas, he plays this kind of, like, romantic um, lead. And in The Gentleman, he plays this kind of, like, um, evil kind of gangster. So I, I really enjoy the fact that he has... Um, I, I like that he has range and I hope that we kind of see that come to fruition. I know this film's been kind of, I don't want to say stuck in development hell, but it's definitely been on the cards for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. You mean, wait, what are we talking about? Sorry, G.I. Joe. Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. Yeah. Sorry. I thought, uh, okay. I was like, oh, have I made <laughs> uh, Yeah. All uh, these names from... of films are throwing them in. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, from what I've seen from the trailer, it looks amazing, to be honest. Like, mm. the, the camera work, it, 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 you know, like, with uh, a lot of action movies, they have, like, a problem with, like, following the action. But this, this is, looks, like, very fixed. It just looks yeah. very, it, uh, very uh, easy to watch, you know. It like, seems you know like I mean? that's happening across a lot of films, you know, action. I feel like it's the kind of, we had the Bourne films, which established this very shaky cam kind of action. And then I feel like films such as John Wick have, you know, reinvigorated, revitalized, you know, what we kind of perceive good action to yeah. be. These kind of yeah. long take kind of sequences with amazing choreography. Yeah, it feels more grounded, you know, like with John Wick films, they feel that, you know, not too like... Like you know, like in Taken, it, it takes twenty-two shots to get Liam Neeson to get over a fence or something. But uh, yeah, what's yeah, the matter, Danny? Yeah. Never taken a shortcut before. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, good reference. Thank you. Uh, so um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, but I haven't seen the other ones, so um, hey, maybe we'll maybe we'll cover them for the pod. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. It, we'll it just looks great. have to see. Yeah, it does. Um, so our next piece of news is actually uh, a sequel to a 2011 film, Attack the Block. Uh, so Attack the Block 2 has been announced um, yes. with director Joe Cornish returning and uh, John Boyega uh, starring as the lead role. But also uh, I think he's producing it as well. And no word on everyone else. Obviously, this film uh, also starred, you know, Nicholas, Ca- uh, Nich- not Nicholas Cage. That would be amazing. Nick Frost. Nicholas Cage. Um, <laughs> Maybe Nick the Frost. monster. Jodie Whittaker, you know, people like that. Now, have you seen Attack the Block? Sadly, no. Oh, okay. Interesting. So this is like, so you don't really have any context behind this sequel. Um, I, 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 I'll, I'll say this. Attack the Block 1 is a very good film. Uh, it kind of was, it, I think it's pretty much the reason why John Boyega was cast as Finn in Star Wars. So it, it's the reason for a lot of his kind of fame nowadays. And it's, really, it, it, it's, it's about, like, roadmen in London fighting aliens. Ah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. However, I have to say, I watched this. I, I studied, studied this as for film studies in GCSE. And I, I watched it about 20 times in the span of, like, two months because we had a really bad like film like um we had like just a really bad um film course and let me tell you i i never want to watch that film ever again attack the block jeez yeah it was that in district nine you've seen district nine oh yeah yeah, yeah it's a great it, like, film once. but honestly i've watched it like 15 times and it's burned into my brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
and I, yeah, I, I hate when like films is like sometimes you have to go through this film again and again and again, oh, even yeah, though honestly. you know everything like the cinematography, the music, sense. Like just, just wait, just wait until you have, just wait until you study Vertigo. Oh God, uh, <laughs> I heard bad things about uh, Vertigo. It's not good. It's not good. Yes, man. yes, yes, no, and like. Uh, yeah but um yeah what you do in films is just like create like look for hidden meetings or look for what the directors you know what to do but if you're watching a film 50 different times it's in it's embedded in your head you go oh yeah there he is he's uh he's getting uh transformed into a, a big alien yes the uh yes. yes and a very sad ending oh yeah uh, hey there the, the may or may not be a sequel to that one too so that's quite yeah cool. Yeah, we, we thought there was be a sequel, but <laughs> uh, no. who knows, anyway. eh? Who uh, knows? Yeah. We actually also got our first look at Monsters at Work. Now, this is this is the the sequel series to Monsters Inc. Obviously, Monsters Inc. holds a very special place in my heart. I know it holds a special place in your heart too. What do you think about Monsters at Work? Um, yeah, it it it, it looks. Uh, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, a little bit goofy, but um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it, but yeah, uh, I, I'm sure it will be. You know, it will have the same kind of spirit as the as the as the first two films. You know, it will it'll have yeah. um Billy Crystal and um oh, Sully. John what's, Goodman. John Goodman, that's right. Um, those guys kind of like they're really nice rapport with each other, but. I don't. Where do you take the story? You know, the story Sorry. kind of the the story wrapped up. You know, at the end of Monsters Inc., it feels like a very natural conclusion, and I'm not sure where a sequel could take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I see what you mean. Like we already got the prologue, we got the end of it, but we're gonna see more of it. I mean, sure, I guess, but <laughs> unless you're going to do something new with it. Like you're going to experiment with like, okay, how do we make a new story out of this? But like not be repetitive, like what Monster Inc. did. Like it was so creative, like with the, with the, with the doors and like, uh, <laughs> uh, give me flashbacks, man. <laughs> oh, I love uh, that film so much. Yeah, man. Like it was so emotional but also like creative like you know with everything that disney did no not disney pixar 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 yeah so i really love that uh, and my parents it's uh believe it or not it's their favorite favorite animation of all animations really yeah i think someone should show them spider-man into the spider-verse or fantastic mr fox uh, they're not into that and um, what yeah yeah. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, anyway, um, yes, um, we'll see what monsters, uh, monsters, uh, work, uh, is going to be like. And we will. If it's that good, or if it's, eh, we we might talk about it, but yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's it airs on the second of July, so uh, similar. So it'll be coming out when Loki's out. So we'll kind of we might we might talk about it a little bit. Who knows. There's so much content that Disney Plus is putting out. <laughs> yeah, Disney but like when Monsters um at work comes out, we'll have uh Loki, Bad Batch, Modoc, 
um, Monsters at, uh, at Work and High School Musical, the musical series, all coming out at the same time. And yes, for those of you wondering, High School Musical, the musical series, season two, is great. I'm loving it so far. Thank you. Oh my God. I make, are, I I make no apologies. We have to watch that. We actually have to watch that. <laughs> uh, um, no, John, don't worry. I'd never, I'd never make you watch that. Don't worry. I mean, uh, th- listen, we, we enjoyed High School Musical. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, with everything with we it like, yeah, but it never matches up the experiencing of watching uh Diary of the Wimpy Kid watching oh. the, the end. Oh my god. <laughs> oh what one day I, I, I said this a while ago on the pod, like months ago, but I still I vow that one day we will make a Patreon and do commentary tracks for Diary of the Wimpy Kid, all three of them, the holy trilogy. Yes, yes, and then we'll just uh, like just talk over it, like the best things about Diary Wimpy Kid, and just laugh so hard. <laughs> we might do it on Fast and Furious as well. Like, uh, yes, that's another one I was thinking about. Yeah, and uh, th- like we're gonna watch the fun ones, but we're not gonna watch like very depressing films because it it won't, you know. Let's watch the- Schindler's List. <laughs> Woo! Right? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah, uh, or Star Wars, or event, or DC. So we're happy. Yeah, we yeah, right do that. Yeah, well, so. ho- hopefully one day we'll get to that point. Um, but yeah, who knows? It sounds fun. It, it sounds definitely fun. does. It, sounds fun. it might sound fun to you, viewer, listening viewer. Yeah, uh, you. Yeah, you. You're listening right now. Yeah, it, we it might can sound see fun. you. They can see me. <laughs> Wait, what? Nineteen eighty-four. Um, oh, nice, it, nice, 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 nice. Big Brother um, is watching you. Oh, yes. Wait, did you did you read it? And you haven't nope. read it. Haven't read it. Nope. I just know. I just know enough about it to make references. Yes, <laughs> I'm yeah, a fraud. Like... Oh no. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we might do it in the future. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Um, yes. So last week we talked about best costumes in comic book films live action ones on tv shows um and it's actually quite appropriate because this week we got some leaks uh, from the batman from a calendar which include the first kind of proper look at the riddler and his costume what do you think it's interesting to see uh the costume uh for riddler because it's it stands out to any other riddler costumes or designs that we've seen like in Arkham games or in comics it's mm. it's got a, a mask helmet type. yeah it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen for the character now I don't think this I, I I hope that he'll wear you know some form of green riddler maybe like a suit like in Gotham or maybe like a proper like spandexy thing like in Batman forever I don't know but yeah you know it's it's definitely an it's definitely a strange choice. Yes, it's. Uh, I mean, unless oh maybe okay. I I think someone in the film uh, is going to be Riddler. Maybe that's going to put on the, the mask on everything to be Riddler. But it could be someone in the film that we know. Oh, that's uh, that's someone. But we know it's uh, Edward Nigma. Yeah, maybe it's a, maybe it's some sort of twist. Um, Maybe. I mean, whatever Maybe. they do, the Batman's the bat suit looks awesome. 
So I'm confident that does, if they make a Riddler suit, happen. it will also look awesome. Also, um, awesome also. Also, if, if anyone's seen Paul Dano in anything, Paul Dano being the guy playing the Riddler, he yeah. is great in stuff. Uh, he was in another film that I studied for GCSC Film Studies, Little Miss Sunshine. He was great in that. He's, he, he's done some good stuff. So I think that, you know, it, even, if the, even if the costume isn't great, he will be great. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, that's that sounds great yeah so um yeah yeah very excited Definitely. to see the batman uh matt Ooh, reeves yeah. come on man you matt say bat reeves. do you say bat reeves no matt reeves. it's bat reeves oh my god bat reeves how do we not see this uh, it, just, it just makes sense doesn't it that's that's why they had that's why they hired him Bat Reeves, yes. Bat Reeves. Oh, Bat Reeves, come on, come on! It's time to do the Batman, really. But it's yeah, okay. I have... no, 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 no. It's it's time. It's time to film. Oh, okay. It's it's. it's, it's I know you're nocturnal, but we got to we got to get out there. We got to do some stuff. Um, but, I, but I, know I, that... I I want I want to watch my Planet of the Apes film. I've shut up. <laughs> I was just it. about to say. I know he didn't. Fit, I know that he only made two of them. But the Planet of the Apes trilogy is one of the all time perfect trilogies in my opinion it is it's so, the perfect trilogy let's that, hope that he brings it for the batman yes 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 you know to have that energy of bat i don't know <laughs> uh, so that, that so mr reeves point. mr reeves what are you bringing to this film bat <laughs> he brings imagine that imagine that which is just he shows up Bat. <laughs> you know in in Chamber of Secrets where yeah, Gilderoy yeah. Lockhart just has the, the cage of pixies and he's like, oh. let's see what you make of them. It's like that but he just comes onto set, set and he's just got like a cage of bats and they're like, wait, are we going to shoot the scene? And he's like, let's see what you make of them. He just opens and there's bats just flying all over the sets. <laughs> and Parsons bat, like, this isn't what I signed up comes for. Out. He just comes in and goes, oh, bat. <laughs> bat. <laughs> Mm, bat. Oh, um, so um Matt, uh what do you think of bat? Bat. Bat. It's the only thing he actually knows how to say. Mm, yes, it's his his words are, you know, a filled of wisdom, you know, like bat. he goes back in the comic <laughs> He goes back he goes back to the reading the Batman. He's like, oh, his first word was like bat. <laughs> and then and then and he saw the Batman thing go. He read it bat. all. He just read, he read the entire Batman like saga from the nah, from the thirties. Nah, nah. He got so emotional, he went, "Bat, <laughs> bat, <laughs> why are we talking about bat?" I don't know, <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift. We've also got some other kind of Batman news. Now, this is actually a Batman bat. animated. Si- it's a Batman animated series called Batman Caped Crusader. Now, this is bringing in a lot of talent. You've got Bat Reeves, you got Bruce Tim, who made a lot of Batman the animated series, and JJ Abrams, who are all working on this show. And, and, and here's the kind of statement they said We are beyond excited to be working together to bring this character back to tell engrossing new stories in Gotham City. This series will be thrilling, cinematic, and evocative of Batman's noir roots while diving deeper into the psychology of these iconic characters. We cannot wait to share this new world. And they were also released this really, really cool piece of art and to go alongside it. So, Bat Reeves, Bruce Tim, J.J. Abrams, Batman the Cape Crusader, what do you think? Bruh, yes. Excited. Animation, heck yeah. Woo. I give this a solid bat. bat. I give it a bat out of 10. Oh, oh, 
bats. Yes. Yes. I really yes, like yes. the idea of 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 going back into the noir style. I think that's really cool. Some of my favorite Batman stuff is darker and you know more gritty. I I have faith in Bruce Tim. I have faith in Bat Reeves. JJ Abrams. Let's see. You know, JJ yes. Abrams has made some great stuff. He's made some fine stuff. And then he made Rise of Skywalker. Um, but you know, like I, I just hope that he manages to kind of bring what he has brought to Star Wars, uh, or Force Awakens specifically, Star Trek, you know, su- uh, Super Eight, some of his like Mission Impossible Three, some of his better stuff, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Bat, bat. Um, oh, I think I've broken you. I think for, for now, all that you're going to say is just bat. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but that's my humor. My humor is just depleting away because bat. your humor is bat. That. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, I'm excited for the animation. Uh, I mean, you got bat weaves, and uh, you know everyone working on it. Uh, so I'm excited for the Batman uh, animated show. So yeah. Oh my I'm god! Excited. God forbid we ever do an episode on Batman. <laughs> oh Batman! What you do? Right. Okay. I think we need to move on. I agree. Yeah. I, so our next one is another animated series. Now this one isn't, there's not as much kind of, you know, um, like named talent behind it that, you know, is is connected to Batman anyway. This is My Adventure of Superman. So this is a Superman animated series with Jack Quaid of The Boys um, actually voicing Clark Kent. They released a little image for this as well. Um, and it seems to be taking a more... Um, classic approach to, to to the characters you know with 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 lois and clark kind of early on in their relationship you know um kind of uh yeah evolving in that way what do you what, what do you think what do you think about this um yeah it sounds it sounds uh really cool like um i mean from the art like that was there a picture of released there um, was of, yeah yeah it looks very reminiscent of the old superman you know what i mean like yeah yeah I, it's a I, classic I like thing it. yeah yeah like from you know like the um that the older uh superman films um like superman the first one you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yes yeah superman the movie superman the movie yeah yeah that's what i mean <laughs> superman the movie yes uh but you know i i like it um but i don't think we had do we do do we have like a Batman that John Batman? Wait, you really? can't get bats like, out of his head. Ah, uh, like no. Do we do we have a, like a a Superman uh, animated series? Uh, yes, there is the there is one around the same times as, as Batman animated series, uh, and he has also appeared in uh, like uh, Justice League animated and stuff. But I think it's only the one Superman animated series, maybe some more recent ones I'm unfamiliar with. But this is definitely the first, you know, Superman TV show uh, animated in a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, yeah, um, I'm sorry, but my brain's just like, don't say that, don't say that. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to to see um, like how they're gonna you know like use that old style from you know like from the you know like the superman or the early uh like in the comics like mm. the early golden age comics yeah you know what it, I mean? like, it feels obviously if you've watched the podcast uh sp- specifically our man of steel batman v superman justice league you'll know that we love 
you know, Snyder's take on Superman. But it does feel like what they want to do is take Superman back to a more classic view. You know, you've got the the kind of rumours and reports about this new Superman story they want to tell with J.J. Abrams uh, and perhaps um, Ryan Coogler or something like that, where it's, it is very much like, you know, the classic farm boy kind of Clark Kent, you know. And then you've got this this show and then Superman and Lois. It feels like that they want to do this kind of classic Superman and yeah, I think yeah. that I, I hope that each thing is different because, you know, and Superman and Lois just came back this week after a, 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 like a month hiatus. I want to say still a great show. And, and as I've spoken about on the pod before, that show changes it up. You know, it adds Superman and Lois having kids. It it changes it up enough that I don't feel like we've seen it already. I just hope that this isn't that this the this show, this Superman film, it's new. It's not just you know the classic stuff that that is good, but you know it. We don't. I don't particularly want to be seeing the same stuff over and over. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Like having a great thing uh, and having a great uh, another classic thing bringing back to screens, but with other creators or other directors are like you know having trouble but you, you know what i mean like yeah struggling to you know keep that yeah to reinvigorate on. it while keeping everyone on board yeah yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean yeah 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 i'm just an i'm just one of life's natural communicators you know i'm an interpreter <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um Okay, so our final piece of news is some Batgirl stuff. So Batgirl has been... They, DC have wanted to make a Batgirl film for a long time. Originally, J, uh, not J.J. Abrams, Joss Whedon was going to make it. Obviously, he stepped down for so many reasons. Um, but now it does have... So not only is it going to be going straight to HBO Max, unclear whether this will be a... Um, uh, a film or a show uh, but it, it is getting uh, two directors that being Adil L. Arby um, who uh, directed Bad Boys for Life and Bilal Fala who uh, is directing Miss Marvel uh, as we speak and then the writer is going to be Christina Hodson who wrote Birds of Prey and The Flash uh, the upcoming film so oh. what are your thoughts on, on the director and the writer and what's your thoughts on a Batgirl film in general um that will be interesting, um, but I'm, 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 I mean, I, I hope it, you know, it sticks to the comics, you know, like how uh, Barbara Gordon became as the Batman and uh, the Batgirl. Oh. Bat. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm officially broken. He's broken. I'm, I'm officially broken right now because. <laughs> Bat Weaves, Batman, Batman animated series, Batgirl, Batgirl. There we go, right? Batgirl. Uh, I hope, really hope, you know, there's gonna be more like connections with like Jim Gordon, like um, of how Barbara Gordon, like working with the Batman, how it impacts their relationship between Jim and uh, and and uh, and her as well. Like, um, you know. I hope it's not going to be too Captain Marvel-y. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah, don't that's want what it to I'm just... a bit worried about. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I don't want it to just kind of feel... I'm not a huge fan of, you know, taking a character and 
just spinning them off. You know, Batman, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, Red Robin, you know, Batwing. So many different versions of, you know, a bat. And then, you know, Superman, you've got Superman, Superboy, Supergirl, Superdog. Like, I... I'm not a huge fan of that concept, but when it's done well, I think it can really work. You know, I'm loving Batwoman at the moment. I love a lot of Supergirl, the TV show, you know, like I think that this stuff can work really well when given separation from, you know, the originator. So I think, I think Captain Marvel was very, was a lot too concerned with, you know, trying to connect it to other stuff in the MCU. And I hope that Batgirl doesn't take it, doesn't feel too concerned of connecting it to Batman. You know, I hope Batman is a footnote, but I don't want him to be like the, the main thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And also not taking, the, you know, the spotlight for Batman, because, you know, I don't want uh, Batgirl to help Batman. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to be, I don't want Batman to be working with the people, but Batgirl to be, you know, independent, you know, saving Gotham and, you know, you know, I yeah. mean, like, yeah, Batman. I don't, I, yeah, I don't want them to diminish Batman for the sake of yeah. elevating, yeah, that's I mean. yeah, yeah, for the sake of ele- elevating Batgirl. I think that, yeah, can, I, that can, you know, that's just, it feels like, it feels like lazy conflict, you know? Yeah. I, I want like Bat, Batgirl to have like a, 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 her own conflict, you know, like yeah. Jim Gordon or be able to stand know, her on her own Batman. without being compared to Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like something that defines her, um, you know, as Batgirl. You know, I yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I that. agree. Uh, and 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 you've seen Bad Boys for Life. I haven't. So oh, and obviously, and obviously, yeah, Miss Marvel hasn't come out yet. So, what do you think about the director? Do you think he's right for? Um, yeah, I that. I think he is. He he, he is um, because Bad Boys Three was Bad Boys for Life was really good. Like I watched it in the cinemas last year, and it was a really fun time. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten or a nine because oh, very nice. It, it's far superior than the first two, um, because like it was directed by Michael Bay. Yeah, <laughs> immediately yeah. that's a that's a no no. Yeah, because with the explosions, but the first—is it one... Michael Bay or is it Michael yeah. Bat? Oh no! Now that's the question. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Can't sorry. think now. Yeah, you said bat. I think I just, okay. I think I just okay. destroyed your whole train of thought. What was I going to say? Bad boys for life. Right, bad boys for life. So yeah, uh, I have faith uh, for that because. Um, he he did so well in Bad Boys for Life to the director, so I have faith. I have faith. Good. Mm. Me too. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm. I hope Batgirl is good. And with that, let's move on to the Bad Batch episode four. What did you think? This was interesting. But first of all, I want to say <laughs> the most. <laughs> I want to say the most Im- cutest thing I've seen from this episode was when Omega said. Hello there to that little creature. She did. She did. And, and I want to say um, a, a quick little thing. Um, those creatures are from Star Wars Resistance, as were one of those little droids, you know, the little droid with like arms and legs. Yes. Those are from Star Wars Resistance. I just think it's, a, it's, it's really cool that they are, you know, connecting the shows. And Star Wars Resistance is one that it doesn't feel as important 
uh, as as Rebels or the Clone Wars. So I just think it's cool to get those little connections. It makes me happy. And and yeah, so um, what do you think of the episode like overall? What what you think? Uh, yeah, this episode was uh, intense this week. Uh, yeah. Like with with everything that's mm-hmm. happening, like with Fennec, with um, with Omega, Omega, and uh, yeah, um, I I thought it was a, a great episode. You know, like the the start, you know, seeing Fennec in the animated uh, version. It's cool to see Fennec uh, in yes. this kind of thing. I hope we get to see Boba Fett in some capacity. Yeah, maybe like help to realise, oh no, the Empire, just you know, seeing like how he get, you know, quickly gets on with the Empire, you know, like helping them or something, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Well, I think there's a, there is a, there, there is an established relationship between fennec and boba i think you know I, I feel that in the mandalorian and um i don't know i think i think it'd be cool to see you know if there was a relationship how that relationship began obviously at this point boba is you know somewhere in his teens maybe in his early 20s he would have just got his armor at this point canonically so i think it'd be really cool to see an early on boba fett you know who maybe struggles a bit more than he did in he does in the other films and shows yeah yeah, I really like it, and it it was a very different uh, mise en scene uh, this episode. Like, yes, we went was, to Pantora. Yeah, Pantora, and it looked very colorful. And I thought that was a great ex- uh, example of like how Omega wanted to, you know, explore more uh, places. And I think that's a great uh, start. To, you know, like she's new; she's from uh, Camino, and she just wants to get out and see the world and i i like like that you know it's going to be interesting to see uh, how she's uh, adapting uh, around and see new places as well and i i like it so definitely there's a lot of learning to be done with her maker's character you know she's very wide out she wants to do stuff she doesn't really understand the gravitas of the situation they're in and i like seeing her kind of realize that slowly um and i think that we are seeing each of the bad batches go on. I think particularly this this week there was uh, stuff with Wrecker that I quite liked. He obviously went back to try and save Omega, but then Fennec Shan took him out pretty easily. And I hope that what we begin to see is the the members of the batch kind of learning that they have to, you know, adapt and fight, not just relying on their you know their modifications but also having to kind of you know um rely well, on a bit more skill yes yes yeah and, and there was a particular moment where where wrecker and tech are like you know are like oh don't don't like you know don't report us the guy don't report the ship and and he's like oh maybe if i had a little bit of help and they don't understand that they're supposed to bribe him and when they do bribe him, they don't understand that, you know, it's just as easy for him to, you know, um, then go back and, uh, like, betray them behind their back. Yeah. And um, what else? Um, and uh, I've got this. In, uh, well, I really liked, you know, um, that the Bad Batch, um, are, you know, you know, you know what I said, like not relying on uh, other people to do, but like yeah, to do other things as well, like finding new solutions as well, like um, sending Echo to do 
<laughs> to be a robot. Yeah, know? it's just to be a yeah. droid. Yeah, to be a droid. You know, like, yes, I'll do everything. Um, yeah. Um, and it, and another interesting thing is that what what what's Fennec trying to do? She's like communicating with someone. So yeah, who hired her? Was it the Empire? Was it someone else? If it was the Empire, wouldn't the Empire like come out straight away after her? Like that's true. That's, that's true. Like like we talked with something, but could be the, could be the Kaminoans. Could be, or it could be um, in a, a different group, maybe mm. that wants um, Omega or something. So yeah, maybe there are parts of the oh. story that we don't quite know yet. Ooh. Ooh, maybe, ooh, it's that, maybe it's Rex. Maybe it's Rex. Could be. It could be like, uh, but the thing is that she's not killing Omega. She wants Omega. So yeah, she definitely wants Omega alive. Um, mm. Yeah, I definitely liked, um, you know, seeing that there are people after them, and they can't just operate with uh, the. Um, the jurisdiction of the Republic, they have to, you know, avoid the empire and they have to do things in different ways. But at the same time, you know, there's differences between how they operate and how Fennec operates. You see Fennec like just blowing up a speeder, you know, and like killing the person on it. Whereas they will just kind of take it and not like their casualties aren't as high, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that this is a very action-heavy episode. And what I would like to see more of is more from Echo. I think he's definitely, I mean, he's definitely doing stuff, but I don't think it's quite... Um, I think in episode one particularly, which I would still kind of say is the best episode of the season, they they set up this kind of elements of PTSD for his character. You know, yeah. after all that's happened to him, but I don't feel like we're truly seeing that come to fruition just yet. Yeah. Um. I. I again, it's, it's a good episode. This one. Uh, yeah. I really like it. Uh, the voice acting from um, uh, what? I, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um. Uh. You know. The, Ming-Na, the Ming-Na, Ming-Na Wen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, she's yeah. The voice acting is great. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. Um, I I think you're right. I think this show is consistently good, but I I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't hoping for something more. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I yeah I, I yeah I just want to be yeah. honest. Like it's great. It's great. It's a good show. But I wish there was more to it. But mm. hopefully there will be. Will be, yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, episode four, so we're exactly one quarter of the way through, uh, 16 episodes. And um, so I hope that each week it will become, you know, clearer what they are kind of intending um, and where the show is going in general. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see more stuff like with Fennec or with Rex or like other things as well. So yeah, I'm excited yeah, for Rex I, to get I stuck give- in. Yeah, I give this episode a seven or an eight. Yeah, I think I'd go somewhere between six or seven, maybe an eight. Yeah, yeah, six, yeah seven. I think at seven because the voice acting is great. There were some really good moments, especially the hello there. 
Dave Filoni, I know you were about to say hello there in that. Good job, good job. Hey, you know Dave Filoni has been promoted um, to like chief, chief like story executive or something at Lucasfilm. Yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, so he's yeah. It, it too late. I'd say. I'd say this should have been done before. <laughs> Otherwise, maybe Rise of Skywalker would have been better. Maybe just maybe. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I wish there was like he was in more creative control because I can tell he was very, very, very um, well known in the Star Wars community, like with the Clone Wars and everything. So definitely, yeah, yeah. So let's move on to our main segment. We're talking about we're, we're back. We're back to our Zack Snyder films. We're talking about yes. Army of the Dead. No relation to, Del- to Do- Dawn of the Dead. We got we got a whole. A whole lot of zombies in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it's a very, very different film. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah, it, it so, has all it has all the Zack Snyder isms that you would imagine. Yes. What I mean, what did you think? It's a, it's a film, definitely. Um, so I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm ve- I have mixed feelings about this. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh so with this film, I mean it's a great, it's a, it's a it's a really good film. Uh like there were some moments that I really liked, you know, with the uh, with the zombies and uh and Dave uh, Batista's uh character going through uh, a lot of stuff. Um uh Scott, yeah, that's the same Scott and Great and Scott. It, great Scott. Oh, so and I really love the premise of like uh, you know uh, Las Vegas. Um, there's a bunch of zombies and the opening. Oh, the opening title is great. Uh, I'll tell yeah, you I agree. I, it was very, it was very Watchmen, and I really, really enjoyed it. Ah, um, uh, yeah, I needed it, that content. Definitely, it 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 perfectly set the stage for everything, and um, yeah, I it, it I think it might have probably been my favorite sequence of the film. Yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I I, I gotta say it's a, it's a great sequence that really you know stands out to the entire thing because there was a lot of action in the opening sequence, like with Frank Sinatra's uh, song. Uh, I forgot, but it was like last Fever Las Vegas Fever Las yes, Vegas. Yes, it was. Yes. I I really like some of the. There was some meta stuff in there, like where he says, "Look out, Elvis!" Just as Elvis is crushed by. Um, uh, uh, the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. Yeah, it's. It, I, I really enjoyed some of that stuff. Uh, it was. It was clever, and I. Re- I think it's really, really sweet to see. You know, Zach, doing some of that, like, just getting that freedom to do whatever the hell he wants. You know, yeah. after everything that he's been through, it's cool that Netflix just let him go crazy. Yeah, and I, I, I really like that because it really shows his uh, creative control. Um. Uh, but, but yeah. Uh, oh, the other day, um, I I don't have Twitter or anymore, but on Instagram, uh, it said that Netflix like yes, Army of Dead is the Snyder the like the full version of the Snyder. Yes, cut. it did. It was just like that yeah. is the Snyder cut, and that's it's it's just good after everything, you know. It's just I'm just yeah. happy that I'm I'm happy that Zach's happy in all, in honesty. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the film. Uh, I I really like. So I want to get into the characters now. So right, let's go for it. The characters. So 
my favorite character from this film is Dieter. 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 Yeah. Dieter. Yeah. Dieter. The safe cracker. Yeah, the safe cracker. And I just really liked the character. He was just funny. Uh, you know the light, you know the uh the light-hearted character that you know that we need to like in zombie films or you know i mean like well he definitely he brought the co- the comic relief yeah I think, yeah i but, think that's good because not all films get that right yeah and but with data he it it, it 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 was perfectly balanced not too funny but like it really set the tone for for the film because it's set in las vegas because las vegas is just filled with zombies and it's going to get nuked uh, so yeah so um yeah i i really liked him uh i thought he was just you know um a character that really you know pushed the story and uh and it had great interaction with other characters yes. as well. like my favorite inter- interaction was like with um what was that guy um he was like very mean but then he's very nice at the uh, at the end at the film um, the, the one with the, the one with the big uh like chainsaw thing yeah yeah him him yeah yeah i i agree i think there's loads of really good character interactions you know with with dave batista and his daughter with dave batista and that other woman with, with the two people who are like on social media and stuff like yeah you've got you there's there's tension as well as tender moments and i yeah. really like that i do think the characters are a little bit shallow though yeah i think i, I think they have especially one... the daughter yeah, I think everyone has their one thing and then they they kind of just ride the spectrum of that, you know? Like, um, you know, Dave Batista is, is you know, like a, a tough guy and and he's trying to kind of get, um, you know, uh, he's trying to uh, win back some of his daughter's affection. And in doing so, you know, he, 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 he doesn't really... He rides that line between either like being really tough or like being a little bit like softer. I don't think that I felt like there was any points where he would have like properly snapped, you know? I feel like the whole point he was just out to kind of please his daughter and, and make her happy. And, you know, that's kind of the whole reason why he's doing all this and getting a food truck. And, and there were nice moments, but I feel like the characters weren't dynamic enough. I didn't believe that they would, uh, you know... I didn't believe that they would have acted against their, um, I don't want to say programming, but their, uh, their convention. Their morals. Their morals. Their morals, yeah. Yeah. Um, and th- th- there's some really, uh, really good moments that I really liked uh, in the film. Uh, again, the opening sequence is great. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that, you know, makes you think like, wow, um, he decided not to connect uh, Dawn of the Dead, but makes his own universe, you know, with something that he just truly got inspiration from Romero. But this is a very different one because it's like a heist slash zombie and it just works perfectly. It does. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah. And um, they, but- they expand upon it. The zom- the, there are zombies who aren't just like mindless monsters there are more evolved zombies yeah and it does add another layer uh of uh tension and um makes some of the action a little bit more interesting especially giving it that kind of main antagonist with the 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 patient zero as it were yeah yeah and i i like that uh because 
Um, because I was trying to, because I know it, it, uh, the Dawn of Dead and Army of Dead don't connect. They're not, it's not a spin off, it's not a sequel. Uh, but I, yeah, I was trying to connect it. Like, you know, at the beginning, there was two soldiers who were like, oh, what are we holding with? They were like, oh no, uh, did, did you look at the autopsy? It, it, it was like an alien or something. So, you know, that would be really interesting. You know, like, yeah, the, the, the setup was the weirdest thing. So the whole zombie outbreak, uh, spoilers, I don't know if we said this already, but spoilers, the whole zombie outbreak hinges on a woman sucking a man off whilst he is driving. And then two army guys thinking of ludicrous things that they could be like hauling and then they crash. Like that's honestly mad. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's the point, but it's it's immediately a very strange way to kind of a strange note to start the film. I think that's the point. Yeah, I think that's what the point Zach's really wanted to do. Like, it's like a butterfly effect. <laughs> I mean, you just got yeah, married, the... and then your wife is like, "Ooh, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah," <laughs> and then just crash because <laughs> they were having fun. So they were, yeah, I, die um, hard, as it were, die hard. Yes, <laughs> you know the guy who was just driving down. And then did not realize he was about to crash into an an army. Uh, I don't know the four horsemen or something. Yeah, the four horsemen. And uh, and I really like the uh, opening. You're like the soldiers are like, oh no, we didn't run away. And then like, haha, you fell. Haha. But then you just get big. <laughs> uh, they just get yeah. Yeah, that, that, it, that was a bit weird, but uh, yeah, I, it was. Yeah. It was. It, it was such an. It was, it was a weird opening, considering you know the rest of the film. It was like, it was like it was like it was an opening for a much more kind of comedic film than we got. And I don't think the film was without its comedy. I think it had many. Um, particularly Tignataro's character definitely was the comedic relief. I think that is a like a decent time to talk about Tignataro. Originally, it was going to be Chris Delia uh, in the role, but he was removed after, you know, um, a lot of allegations. Uh, and Tignataro w- replaced him um, uh, as the helicopter pilot. She was added in. Uh, she shot her scenes uh, like kind of like late last year. She shot them with Zack Snyder and didn't meet any of the cast. Did you know that going in? No, I well, did not. So the helicopter pilot, she, yes, yeah, so she was added in later because the original actor was removed, and so she never met anyone. She never fit all of her uh, films, all of her shots are shot, you know, at a separate location with Zach. So I'm assuming. Oh, right. So I'm assuming you didn't notice any of that. I did not. Wow, uh, that that is okay. That is a great. Um, Wow, that must be painstakingly really hard to like mm. uh, connect. Yeah, right. Wow, I'm glad that I to, uh, it's interesting that you didn't notice because I think I I think I probably would have noticed if it, it um yeah no, I, I, I don't yeah. think I would have but I definitely did you know I don't think I would have if I if I didn't know but I did know and to wow. me it was very obvious that so many shots of her were a little bit out of um out of focus or a little bit out of um and the lighting was a little bit different uh and it, and it also kind of um, t- to me at, at least felt like you know they went to extra efforts to kind of make it seem uh a little more 
I don't know the word is kind of like seamless, but it definitely stuck out a little bit to me. Like in her first scene, like she's speaking to Dave Batista from the other side of a fence, you know, Uh, and 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 to me that was definitely like a oh reshoot, you know. So I think that was a little bit obvious, but obviously it's unavoidable. Yeah, I wow. How come I didn't notice that? Because there was a little bit of a weird stuff between that, but like the editing, but I did not really notice that. Wow. Uh, yeah, there were other certain actors that needed to be after the film, didn't there? Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. that, that. I mean, that, that is, it's, I think, I think it's good that it works. And, and, you know, you didn't know. I think the average viewer wouldn't know. So I, I think they managed to preserve the experience well enough. Wow. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The cinematography in this one is just wow. I think oh, this yeah. is like um, Scott, uh, Scott Snyder. Come on. Come on, John. Come on, John. Okay. What are you don't, don't, let's not start getting Snyder's mixed up. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day. There's so many okay. of them. Right. So I think this is Zack Snyder's best visual. Vi- vi- oh, no. Sorry. I won't say it. second best because 300. Um, oh, yeah. That's so, the point. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, I, I think this, sorry. Yeah, go on. Go on. Uh, uh, I just really love it. The meets in the sense, like the open start, like it really like brought out like what Las Vegas is like. Um, you know, like the, it's colorful. Uh, but then uh, there was a lot of shots that, that were very uh, influenced, like, um, Apocalypse Now, directed by Stanley Kubrick, you know, that yes. helicopter shot that, you know, uh, that looks very, very well, similar. Similarly, Apocalypse Now starts with, you know, this is the end. And I'm pretty sure this is the end plays in Army of the Dead. Does it not? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. So yeah. I think I think there are a lot of similarities there. You know, I think that's really cool. Um I, I think, like so many of Zack Snyder's films, the CGI is very, very well integrated, you know? I didn't really notice, if that makes sense. Yes, I I, I completely forgot about the CGI, but it looks totally seamless in this one. Yeah, uh, I mean, there might have been a couple of shots with the tiger, the zombie tiger that looks yeah, a little bit off. Yeah, the zombie tiger but, looks... But looks I, I, really... I, I think for the most part, it looked really good. Yeah. Like there was a lot that it was quite it was very gory this one and definitely uh, and Zach was he was not hesitant to do it like yep come on let's let's have that zombie just walks into the vault you know like he gets uh, oh my god by, yeah strangulizes gets shot and then you thought that was the last one but no he just gets squashed and like gets squashed what by the, the heck? wall yeah that's yeah. mad yeah that's mad and then the uh, the uh, the guy who works for Mister uh, to to come, I don't know what was his name. The the uh, guy, to, the guy. Uh, to the, the to come, Mr. Mr. What's his what's his name? I don't Mr. remember. I know uh, you mean that. The, the... I'll call him Mr. T. I'll Mr. call him T. Mr. T. I painted the fool. Um. So, uh. So Mr. T. Uh. Assistant. You know, you know the guy who yes. was trying to sabotage the whole thing. The, yeah, the the actual worst character. Like, oh my god, he was such an asshole. Yeah, he was just because he, he he reminded me of the character in Dawn of the Dead, but not without the redemption. Yes, arc. yes, I think yes. there are. I think there are a lot of similarities there. 
Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I really liked is that um, it, 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 it didn't it kind of subvert sort of my expectation, but I do know there was something ha- happening with that with that sh- shady guy. Like he wanted to take the the head of the zombie. I'm like, what the heck? What, yeah, what? I, I think that yeah. was interesting that they, you know, that he wants to kind of they wanted to kind of study it in some capacity. Yeah, I, I, I knew. Yeah, I knew he was being shady. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the film kind of rides the rides the lines between you know you think that the the zombies outbreak is going to be quelled easy well well that it's going to be sorted at the end they're going to kill zombies and they'll be fine but then also you think that it might continue you know at the end you're not quite sure whether dave batista's daughter is going to kill kill him you know and then obviously the final kind of twist of the film is that mr chainsaw got bitten and is going to turn into the zombie yeah kind of restarting the cycle yeah that's crazy because he's going to mexico city so Yes. Oh, maybe yes. the next one. If there is a sequel, maybe the next one will be uh, yeah in in um in Mexico City. Yes, you, you forgot what I just said. I did. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, I I want to talk about the char- character. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, oh yeah, with the CGI. I want to say yeah, CGI was, was uh, and the makeup was very very good in this. Film. Oh really yeah, all of the makeup and uh, practical effects were top notch. Yes, and uh, and it felt like Las Vegas was undead, alive. You know, it feels you know you know like it's very it's very it's perfectly eerie. Yes. Like, because, you Definitely. know, if you look at Las Vegas, because Las Vegas is filled with people who are gambling or enjoying their light at their night away or just driving down the highway. Driving down the wife, highway. Just getting the wives, you know, do that noise stuff. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, that wouldn't, yeah, that wouldn't start a zombie apocalypse. But um, yeah, I wonder if uh, Zach is going to do like different locations for... Uh, for the zombie stuff as well, because we've got Army of the Dead, but what's next? Uh... Well, it's interesting you say what's next. There are prequels. two There are two prequels. So there's Army of Thieves, in which our favourite character, Dieter, uh, is recruited to assist in a series of heist, heists, uh, you know, impossible to crack safes uh, across Europe. So no zombies, but it is about Dieter, you know, kind of, tracking um tracking down and, and cracking safes in europe so maybe that is uh, you'll see some stuff of him in germany um and then a more um a more anime yes this one is an animated one uh, and it's, it's closer to the start of the film uh, it's called uh, army of the dead lost vegas and is about um the first phase of the outbreak following dave batista and the characters so it's basically a show about the opening montage i think that that'd be really good because what we've seen from the opening uh, sequence, like there's a lot more action to it. Like, yeah, I think I think it'd be interesting, but but do we but do we really need it? I mean, I think that the I mean, the opening I mean, sequence pr- did everything it needed to do. It did, but it would be really cool, you know, like um, with a lot of zombie situations. Uh, like, how do we 
how how do we know like the barricade works and everything like that's true do we know the characters before like you know like how they just stacked it up because it's gonna be really hard for the like people just like moving the blocks around the city and wait how long would that take to, to put them around the city that would take them uh well i mean depends how many helicopters you've got i guess Oh, helicopters! Why didn't I think of that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pe- that's... People aren't pushing them with their hands, just like like moving. Like, oh, maybe in a month no, we'll get no, this over no. there. No, I thought they were using cranes or something. Well, okay, they maybe, hey, maybe maybe they're using both. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but Las Vegas is massive, so yeah. So Definitely. yeah, and um, yeah, I want to go back to the character with the character that the daughter. Yeah. I, I. I didn't like the character. She, I scandal. Yeah, uh, because she, I, it, it kind of nearly ruined the vibe for the the whole story. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I just had this feeling like, oh, what, why, why, why is she being stupid? Why is she doing like trying to get? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's another sub story for like um for her trying to get. Get Gita, get Gita. Yeah, it, it it felt like it was. She was there just to kind of add a little bit of character drama and and you know spice up the ending a little bit. And I think that yeah. might have worked, but I feel like the pacing. This film is two and a half hours, and I feel like the pacing. It it begins to crawl. You get like the the classic heist, like you know we've got to put together a team and and you know, people who we already know and all that. And 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 once you actually get into the city itself, you get these really tense scenes and really like good scenes that are strung together with some stuff that i think you know could be trimmed down a little bit one of my favorite sequences apart from the opening was when they're going through like all the sleeping zombies and the guy leads the girl who is in just a little side note that woman the first one to die uh is is in a lot of Zack snyder stuff uh she's in man of steel she's in um yeah in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's in. She's the main character in Snow Steam Iron. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so it's just cool to see her again. And I really like that she went down fighting, and I really like all the stuff that happens in that scene. But I feel like you know, I might, I, I might have got more invested if they trimmed down the characters a little bit. I, I really don't feel like you need everyone. I feel like if you trim down the characters a little bit and and you kind of made it a little bit tighter with the pacing, you know, you cut out some stuff and, and some action set pieces. I feel like you could have a lot, something a lot better. I feel like, especially at the end, you don't necessarily need that final boss fight with the guy. You just have the main zombie come to the, the main casino, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I felt, yeah, I agree with about the, the pacing. Uh, there was sometimes like it was going like, Oh, okay. This is a lot of action, but then it just went to a lot of like, words like you know like with dialogue and everything but i felt like the, the dialogue was a bit uh, it was good but i felt like it was a bit like it's kind of ruined the pace so you know what i mean like it nearly i don't know yeah it's hard to describe yeah yeah no yeah. i know exactly what you mean um uh, but the most confusing thing was at uh, the chainsaw guys so when um uh, Data and the guy, uh, the chainsaw guy, they get down to the vault, and then the chainsaw guy just talks about the other team and saying this is a loop. Like, yeah, I, lo- I, I thought that was actually going to happen. I thought that sounds really interesting, but it 
didn't. Yeah, so, I, I'm not sure what they were trying to say with that, you know? Like, unless... Is that just their attempt at doing some, like, Inception stuff? Or, like, you I know... I don't know. Some sort of, like, but... heaven sent, you know, Doctor Who? Yeah, or maybe... Maybe this like this this is a second loop or something. Oh wait, what if that's gonna happen like in the next um, uh, dawn of some uh, dead or something or yeah something like that? Hey, um, it could do. Yeah, I think that could work because like, oh, oh, that could be like the uh, source uh, motivation for like. Uh, oh yeah, maybe they the go into there. maybe they go into Area Fifty One and they find out where the zombies came from, and it turns out to be like this whole like time loop thing. And it's the guy who was bitten. Mm, yeah. That could be mind-blowing. But well, I think there was, a, there was a lot of coincidences. You know, like, the one was wearing the same shirt as the... They all had similar clothings on uh, to, yeah, to the characters. Yeah, like, they had, like, they had, like, the same symbol, like, on yeah. the right side of his chest, the Omega, omega symbol. Yeah, yes. that's it. Yeah. I think they that... Both- I, I genuinely think if they did that, that would be wild. And that, really that cool. would be cool. That yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh my god, that would be really cool. Like the other team, they're trying to stop um uh the like to stop like to make the, the vault impossible. So then the guy wouldn't be existed to be bitten. Oh my god, that would be really meta. On honestly, I, I'm not that interested in a sequel, but if the sequel was gonna do that, if it was gonna do like a mad time loop thing. I would be so down, you know. That that is that is incredibly cool. That like they're trying to go back in time and stop the other team, so then there wouldn't be a a a, a patient zero anymore. So, oh my god. Yeah. The only thing is, I'm not sure how they would do that. You know. Yeah. Like, but obviously it's zombies, but it's still very grounded, and I think it might be a little bit of a stretch for them to be like and. Time travel. Time travel. But unless they do the time travel a bit more sensible, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. don't do it. Like, uh, and they give it some kind of, like, ludicrous, um, yeah, explanation. Yeah. But that would be that would be meta. That would be really cool, that one. <laughs> that would be, be, so, be so deep, bro. Oh, yeah, it's so deep. It's just cinema. Mm. So, yeah. As Martin uh, Scorsese would say. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, what so... Else? Anything uh, you want to say? Anything else? Or soundtrack. Should... I, I really like Ooh. the soundtrack. Um, yeah, like, I agree. Got some cool songs yeah. in there. Yeah, there's really good songs. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, I love the concept. Uh, the characters. Characters are great, but some are shallow. Yeah. Uh, do you... Um, where do you want Zack Snyder to go next? Obviously, he's going to be working on the prequels. Who yeah. might be working on a sequel? What, but what do you think? Would you like to see him make more? Would you like to see him kind of branch out and do some other stuff? It'd be really cool if he like uh, branch out to do uh, the dead universe. That would maybe we could call it the dead universe. Ooh. Yeah, oh, that would be really cool. Yeah, uh, I think but, that'd be interesting. Yeah, like he could, I, I can tell he can definitely make a universe uh, mm. of something that would be really cool. Uh, I agree. But, I think, I think. Zack Snyder, most of his films are either, you know, comic book films or like just like heavy action kind of films. And then you got Legend of the Guardians, which is a little bit of a kind of an outlier. Um, but 
I don't know. I, as mad as it sounds, I like to see what other genres he can dip his toes into. He he spoke about maybe doing some sort of Arthurian legend. I yeah, think that would yeah, be quite yeah. cool if he if he kind yeah. of did some, something fantasy esque, you know? Yeah, and um, I know this is not linked, but I he said that he will work on on a comic book. So ooh, that'd be I'm, cool. That'd be really cool. Like oh, bro. Uh, I'm sorry. Imagine Scott Snyder and Zack Snyder write something together. Whoa, that'd be cool. That'd be very cool. I mean, that'd be very I'm, cool. Obviously, they they offered him the chance to do uh, uh, a graphic novel DC. Um, I mean, I offered him the chance to do a graphic novel about uh, Batman and Joker in his Snyderverse, and I'm I'm pretty. I would love to see that, and I'm quite upset that I... they're not going to do that because. Um, you know, I'm not sure whether we will get to see it uh, in in any kind of uh, substantial way. Yeah, but uh, get back to the film. Uh, yeah, the film that uh, it's a great film to watch. It's, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of action packed, but it's very Zack Snyder. If you like Zack Snyder, you're probably gonna like this film. It's a very it's a very Zack Snyder film. Definitely. Uh, the ending, yeah, the ending uh, opens a lot of stuff. That, it does. Uh, yeah, like what's gonna happen. Uh, so, uh, I'm wondering what uh, is going to happen. So that's uh, that's really good. It doesn't end up like a very uh, w- weird note, but it it it, it kind of like deserves justice for the character for um, Kate. Yeah, Kate. Uh, like to pay off seven grand of like for the for the children. Uh, so I really like that, that for the children. Don't put the children. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded wrong, but that's uh, yeah for the children. Uh, but um, yeah, there was some great character arcs I really liked, like the character interaction with Data and uh, with the Chainsaw Guy. Um, yeah, uh, I would give it uh, a seven. I would give it a seven okay. or an, and- an eight. Obviously, we, we, we've already talked about six other Zack Snyder films. How would you kind of rank it in terms of, of Zack Snyder films? So the number one, what did I put out my number one? Oh, there's a, there's a lot of great films. Uh, I might have to put Watchmen on my number one. Okay. Uh, Dawn of the Dead 2. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, God. No, three, three hundred, four. Oh no! Wait, three hundred second. Uh, no, three hundred second. No, okay. Watchmen first. Three hundred second. Uh, um, what was the other one that I just said? Uh, wait, Watchmen three hundred. Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, and then Army of the Dead. What about Batman v Superman and Man of Steel? No, I'm not about that. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I so, so, uh, so, so it's safe to say that you would call Army of the Dead your least favorite film of his. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. I think I'd go Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Watchmen, Three Hundred, Dawn of the Dead, Justice League, Army of the Dead. I think yeah, I, this is definitely I'm going to say Batman v Superman is my favorite, but. Cool. With Army of the Dead, it's a great film to watch if you're just uh, bored or, you know, it's not terrible. 
but um yeah i i really enjoyed it yeah so. it's not it's not terrible but it's not quite uh my favorite of snyder's work. yeah yeah it's 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 a seven out what it's a seven out of ten but if you're watching to watch something that's action-packed or something you know that is zombie related yeah yeah give it, give it a watch give it a bloody watch get it a watch yeah 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 so yeah so that's my least favorite Zack Snyder film it's not terrible uh but uh there was yeah seven that... I, I think i agree with you seven out of ten yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so uh can't so... wait to see i i i'm i'm excited yeah. to see what he's gonna work on so yeah and, and, yeah. and i guess there's, there's prequels as well gotta get them prequels boy gotta get those yeah. lovely prequels so let's 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 move on to viewing now you said that you haven't watched anything um, yes i'm, I'm so I'll, sorry that's all right i'll, I'll give you um a little bit of time in case you think of something that you might want to talk about. And I will talk about, uh, I watched Ted Lasso. Um, now you spoke about this a while ago. Um, yes. And I thought I'd watch it because everyone under the sun has been telling me that it's, it's wonderful and it's really kind of um, heartwarming and, and, and a real feel good show. And I have to agree. I, I think it's, I do not care about football in the slightest but yeah. I really, really loved this uh, show about, you know, perseverance and hope and optimism and, you know, not breaking the human spirit. I, what I loved about Ted as a character is that he's constantly so optimistic and he wants to bring people up. He wants to make them believe. But he he has a line. He has a point and, and he goes through so much. He, go, he you know, he he has panic attacks and he he um, he really feels like a fleshed out character with um you know the good and the bad there are there are moments where he will really you know snap at people uh sometimes unprovoked because he it's going through stuff himself but then you know in the spirit of his character he will come back and apologize and and you know he'll make things right and and, and he and he makes people better by uh, just by being around them and he learns things from other people as well and i love it because it's a really it, it's a really kind of unique opportunity for you know to see like the kind of like american sensibility of comedy which is you know like if you think about the american office versus the uk office the american office is a lot more light-hearted and kind of um it, uh, uh, like uh optimistic it's more of like a utopia of like a perfect situation whereas the uk office is more like gritty and and realistic and i think putting an american with those sensibilities into into the uk and i think it's a very very good depiction of like literally the back of my house is a football field and all you hear like whenever there's a game on it's people yelling and swearing and and, and that kind of anger that comes with football you see this through the players through the the fans through the media you see all of this in the British um, football kind of society that Ted interacts with. I think it's really accurate and, and it's really good seeing both sides learn and grow from each other and develop. Um, I think it's a great show. It's just so much fun and I love it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think... But... Um, I think I think I give it a nine. I couldn't put my finger on what I wouldn't, what I wouldn't like, what I'm not particularly a huge fan of. Uh, I, I think I think there's a certain character, I think his name's Jamie, uh, who kind of disappears in the narrative after becoming such a big part of it. And I think I would like him to be a little bit more, um, like to see a little bit more of his struggles uh, towards the end of the season. So yeah, I think I'd give it a, a solid 9 out of 10. 
is there any yeah. is there anything at all that you want to talk about? Um okay, so next week Ooh. I'll be definitely definitely be watching well, a lot of films. In 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 two weeks, because remember we're recording next week's podcast tomorrow. Yeah. So 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 we'll be you'll be talking about that in two weeks. Uh yes. So uh so this week I okay so there's two things so okay. uh one right now uh I'm currently playing uh Resident Evil Village. Oh 8. nice. Yes. So that's the, the one, uh, the, the one with the one with the woman that everyone really, really likes. <laughs> Last night was so good, man. I met her. Oh, I met oh, a tall okay. woman. Oh, oh no! Things are happening, uh, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm playing it so far, and it's, it's so good. It's so scary, and it just works really well because, um, I played seven. Uh, because it was just free uh, on PlayStation for a month. Uh, so, yeah, so it was like for the PlayStation or it was PlayStation, PlayStation Plus or something. So I played seven and I was like, wow, that's a really good game. So I should get eight. So I'm playing eight currently at the moment. And the graphics, oof, they're, they're great. And and uh, it doesn't really uh, detach. It doesn't lose like the energy from like, from seven. Uh, to eight because it just it just works really well uh and the characters uh, f- uh there's like different characters i've seen so far and uh, the tall woman lady uh lady dimitri school i don't know how to say the name D- dimitri yes dimitri, yeah i don't I, know I, how I, to say the name uh, she's really, nine six I've... bro she's yeah, nine she six. she's very tall very tall yes i uh i was like oh lady good day um <laughs> oh uh, no comment uh, down if you want to see john do a, a playthrough on the channel i'm actually yeah i'm actually considering doing a, a playthrough of of uh resident evil uh eight so if you are wow. happy to see me uh at simping over <laughs> lady oh lady no. uh, um but yeah um yeah i'm happy to but um yeah, but so so far the story's uh crazy. Uh, you're meeting these bosses. Um, that, that, that okay. So you're eating winters, and your wife, who tried to kill you in the last game, and oh, sounds like a happy marriage. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the the thing is, you in the last game you found your wife. She's trying to kill you, but she's in her family home where her family is infected with this virus and they're trying to kill you and they have powers. Wow. I mean, yes. if if that isn't a good setup, then what is? Yeah, so I would like, I would recommend you watch a bit of like Resident Evil 7 cutscenes, you know, like what, what to get the idea of the yeah. 7. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, I'm very interested in the Resident Evil universe. Uh, so, yeah, the games uh, look very uh, stunning. Uh, so, yeah, so currently, 8 has a very crazy start. Uh, but seven, 7 has a very uh, unforgettable moment that you have at the beginning of the, of the game that you just go, what the heck? 
so yeah the wife uh, your wife just kills you and uh, not that tries to kill you uh so with <laughs> if your wife off, kills you the game's gonna be over pretty quickly um yeah so yeah i'm i haven't got a rating yet but uh, i'll well the problem is i got a lot of stuff this week so um i'll be definitely talking more about the game next week so uh, i'll be talking about the mechanics next week or the other things that i really like so um, amazing yeah uh and nothing oh wait do you have more stuff to talk about i do indeed um a quick like thing i just want to say that i i just started modok on disney plus oh right and definitely recommend it. The episode is like only like 25 minutes long, but it's 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 such a fresh like Marvel thing. The animation is like just a bundle of joy um, and, and so unique. And, and the comedy is is great. And yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's very funny and, and just really good so far. But what I did watch um, a film that I loved as a kid uh, and haven't watched in a while. Um, I watched Mamma Mia. Um, and let me just say, oh man, I love, I love this film so much. It's, it's so energizing. Most of the, like, most of like the, the musical uh, numbers make me want to get up and dance. The the character, the cast have such chemistry, you know, each kind of, um, each kind of pairing of, of, of characters all bounce off each other so well. They It feels real. It feels like these actors have just kind of come onto this island in Greece and just are drunk for the whole thing, having so much fun. It, 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 has, it has a wonderful kind of emphasis on love and, and camaraderie and friendship. And, and, and you know what? The music is so good. And like, there are just some sequences, you know, I think of like, take a chance on me and dancing queen, uh, just some, amazing like sequences that make you just so happy um and you know if you used to love this as a, as a kid as i hope most people do because it is one of the quintessential i do i do I of do. course of course everyone does um it, it it's just it's one of those quintessential musicals that you know even if you're not a fan of musicals i'm sure this will get you to smile in some capacity and if you are a fan of musicals it's not like the best musical ever but it is so much fun and it and it it, it it eludes so much joy um and and so much magic and the sequel's fine i'm not a huge fan of the sequel i know a lot of people think the sequel's better but i think yeah, it's i think i think the first one is unbeaten it's an absolute joy and and it brings people together i remember a couple of years ago john we're at your sister's uh 18th birthday and dancing queen came on and all the people were dancing doing the exact choreography from the film and i just think it's so cool how so many people grew up with it and you know love it and and connect by it you know yeah, yeah. Um, wonderful film i think yeah it's probably like a there are some shots that i'm not a huge fan of some like editing choices some characters who are kind of a bit weird so i think i'd probably give it like an eight out of ten in terms of quality but enjoyment levels 10 out of 10 without a shadow of a doubt it's so enjoyable i recommend it to everyone i love it so much yeah um so this week okay so this is going to be different uh so okay so i've been listening to this album uh so don't worry so uh it's not uh, i i don't recommend i i don't talk about albums on this one but if you want something that is very, very interesting to hear about or something that you want to hear something. So 
there's this uh, producer. Uh, you don't you don't hear any rapping on this, so don't worry. You'll be a lot chill. You don't have to go like, oh wow, this line's crazy, bro. The the bars are just like wow, wow, wow. Just, oh my god, you know, like the A B oh rhyme scheme. Oh my god. So yeah, so I. I, if you want more hip hop stuff or like albums that I want to recommend, yeah, just look in the comments or like some albums that have like a very good story that has like a cinematic audio experience. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So, yeah. So there's a uh, producer that died in 2006. Okay. And he, his name is Jay Dilla. Uh-huh. And Jay Dilla uh, did this album called Donuts. So okay. uh, he made this uh, album in the hospital bed where he was suffering from uh, a rare blood type disease. And he spent days and days working on this album. And a lot of people have seen saying this is the best uh, sound beat musical. Like if you want to study or something or if you want to chill, I recommend listening to Jay Dilla because Jay Dilla just it's just so satisfying to hear those beats um so yeah so i recommend uh jay dilla donuts and the beats are just felt uh he, he's like the the person who created like lo-fi beats or something else you know if you want to listen to something really chill so yeah so i i know it it, it, it just it just helped my revision today so great I'll, yeah. I'll definitely listen to that yeah, yeah, he's uh, it's uh, the album is called Donuts. Uh, it's forty only forty three minutes. If you want something to chill, uh, or listen to music, or just play some games, yeah, I just recommend. Uh, and that the beats just kind of tell out a story because this is a very personal one, like um, because it's his last album and he made it on a hospital bed, like days away from dying, and uh, yeah, and it's quite emotional really but a little bit so yeah yeah um yeah it's just a bunch of beats um so yeah so okay so and then i read this uh, i i got this comic called infinite crisis oh yes yes you told me about that one hold that off because obviously we're recording next week's tomorrow tell us about that tomorrow yeah 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 yeah. um because we are we are running out of time on this zoom call and we can we can get it. We can get it done, John. We can get it done. <laughs> okay. Time. Um. Anything you watch? No, I have a couple other things, but I'm going to leave them till um uh tomorrow or I guess next week oh, for the bro. for listeners because cinema's back and that's all I have to say. Cinema's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thank you everyone for watching. Uh, as always, um, if you enjoyed, leave a like, subscribe. Hit that bell if you want to see more. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, on asktimefunpod at gmail.com. We love to do our email segment every once in a blue moon. Um, so if you want to uh, send us anything that way, you can. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing best cinema experiences. Talking about the cinemas are back in full swing. So we're going to be talking about our favorite, uh, you know, moments, films to watch. Uh, we're each going to do a top five. Um, and obviously, that that's why I'll be talking about some stuff that I've seen recently, having gone back. Um and yeah so if you want to follow us uh or, or get in touch with us on social media we are asked time film pod on twitter and instagram i am tom the bourbon on twitter i am comedy john 42 on twitter i don't use twitter anymore and twitter so anymore, but that's fine because i can't bother going back and removing twitter from everything i could remove your twitter from everything yeah oh really 
I, I mean, I could do if you want me to. I, I, I don't mind whatever, what you do, uh, unless it's... Who, who, it's, who like, knows? It's, it's just like... It's just like a rabbit. It's like it's like a hole. Like you just go and fall, fall down. I, I get down. that. I get that. Um, yeah, oh, you oh, just oh, like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, what's my message? Uh, <laughs> Come on, John. You say it every week. Come on. You remember what to say. Oh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Wear a mask. Please stay be safe. safe. Be safe, everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you have anything to say. Comment down, email, email what, Tom? Arstimefilmpod at gmail.com. There we go. Wow. Uh, so we are, yeah. and, and, and share the podcast if you think people will like it, because we are so close to 200 subscribers, and I think that's so cool. That is a very uh, good a very good achievement right there. So. I mean, I don't know how many of them even care, because no one watches the videos, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. Thank you for uh, thank you listening. Share, like. Subscribe, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and as always, take what you're given. <laughs> Give nothing back. Give nothing bat. 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 bat.